0: and hang on tight. The discovery of a parallel universe launches you into the adventure of a lifetime. Mario and Luigi, two wacky plumbers, undertake a daring quest to save a princess in Dino Hatton, a hidden world where the inhabitants evolve from dinosaurs. Mario and Luigi face deadly challenges from a diabolical lizard king, and must battle giant reptilian Goombas, outwit misfit thugs, and undermine a sinister scheme to take over the world. Blast off for non-stop excitement with Super Mario Brothers, the live-action thrill ride that dazzled movies. Goers everywhere. I'm Corey.
1: And I'm Paul,
0: And we are the, the B Movie Bros. You review B movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. This week we, uh, we begin July with our movies based on Games Month. With, of course, the movie that started off the video game movie craze
1: Super Mario Brothers. Yes, how can anyone forget Super Mario Brothers, the live action movie from 1993? um. This movie was produced by Hollywood Pictures Home Entertainment, known for a bunch of shit you probably rented from blockbusters in the 90s and barely remember. Kind of like this movie, which I barely remember from last time I watched it, which I was about nine years old. Yeah, I think I last saw it when I was six. And um,
0: I must say, I've been defending it for the past 20 years because people say it's terrible. And, uh, well, I'll tell you what I really think about after seeing it again. So let's just dive right into the shit with our
1: top and bottom three. Our technical difficulties. What do you think? Let's start with the top, like what we managed to um, find positive about this film. Okay, I'll I'll humor you for a minute. Number three, fireballs. They shoot
0: fireballs from flamethrowers. I mean, who doesn't like fireballs? Number two, the song Walk the Dinosaur was actually re-recorded for this movie by a group called The Goombas. Not only is it a fantastic song, but... You know, the group name is a reference to the Mario Brothers you know, video game series. And I can't help but like, picture Goombas from the actual video game like singing it and dancing
1: to it. You know, for the longest time, I actually thought that song came from this movie. I'm actually kind of shocked to believe that somebody came up with a song called Walk the Dinosaur before this movie. And of course, number one, Dennis Hopper.
0: Did he end up in this movie? It's like his career hit an all-time low with this movie, or or perhaps that was with Waterworld. But I digress. His villainous overacting saved both of those movies from being the worst all-time film of forever. And and I say that because I love Dennis Hopper, and every time he speaks in this movie, it brings a smile to my face. And it's the only thing that brings a smile to my face in this movie.
1: Guessing a good portion of the budget of this film went directly to Dennis Hopper. All right, number three, I remember watching this movie when I was like eight or nine with my sister and thinking it was better, and I think that was largely due to the fact that I was eating pizza at Pizza at the time, which probably made it a lot better, so, you know, I kind of associate this movie with pizza. That's a good thing. Number two, the acting, at least from the main cast, wasn't bad. I mean, like we mentioned, Dennis Hopper's in this film. This... Movie is terrible. Don't get me wrong, but due to the acting, I don't think that the acting was the reason why it was complete shit. I mean, you, you had a
0: you had a pretty decent cast. I mean, Bob Hoskins was the detective guy from Who Framed Roger Rabbit Rabbit, and uh, you know John Leguizamo was the clown in, in Spawn, and he was the zombie that killed Dennis Hopper in Land of the Dead.
1: I mean. Hey, killed Dennis Hopper twice, right? Yeah, I mean, it's got to count for something. And number one, there were dinosaurs in this movie. And as a great philosopher whose name I can't remember and I'm probably making up, once said, dinosaurs are cool. Okay, so uh, on to the bottom
0: three here. For me, number three. There are 24 excruciating minutes until they reach the alternate dimension, which is the dino fucking hat Shitty, whatever the fuck it is, but that's not even the worst part. That's not even the number three. The number three is once they reach that point in the movie, there's still an hour and twenty fucking minutes left before the film is over. This film
1: is an hour forty-four minutes. I gotta say, Dino Hatton, like, would that be like us calling it like Human Hatton instead of Manhattan? Oh, I guess it is Manhattan. So, okay. Oh, they got you there. Over there, guys.
0: Number two, that is not Yoshi. That is not fucking Yoshi. Yoshi is not a fucking raptor, you game-stealing, soul-sucking motherfuckers. Whatever you think you are doing, whatever you think is clever, is not. How dare you claim that that is Yoshi? Number one. Actually, kind of goes hand-in-hand with number two. The misuse of character names, appearances, locations, and names. Seriously, the main character's name is Mario Mario? Where the fuck is the goddamn Mushroom Kingdom at? Why is the technology like an amusement park? None of it makes any sense. It's like a child's nightmare came to life, took a shit, and that shit is the concept for this film. Yeah, sounds about right. I, I, I just, you know... Mushroom Kingdom. It was like a medieval kind of place with pipes and shit. No, this is fucking amusement park city. Like, the goddamn cars are fucking bumper cars, and they get
1: caught by airline cables and shit, and it, just, it doesn't make any sense. It's like the Jetsons, except slightly less stupid. All right, my bottom three number three the plot of this movie is stupid dinosaurs ended up in another dimension and look like humans for no goddamn reason and need to complete the meteor that conveniently didn't kill them to go into the human dimension because reasons also some random not brother plumbers end up in the mix just because there's also a princess that's not a dinosaur but also not a human who's the love interest of one of the protagonists—it's just dumb and not even in a fun way. And, and
0: as far as I'm co- concerned, fuck it—the Mario Brothers, brothers, but yet Mario Mario is the adoptive father of Luigi Mario. Slash mother, he, slash mother, slash uncle, slash lover—I don't know—but it's—it it doesn't make sense. They're not actually brothers. And Mario is more like a father than a brother. Like, was there a brother that's dead that we don't know about? Like, like, why isn't
1: Mario Brothers Plumbing when Luigi and Mario are not brothers? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Also, I'm just kind of trying to figure out, like, okay, so Daisy was Luigi's love interest, but she's like a dinosaur person, hatched from an egg and all that. Would that actually work out? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to go any further into that. Number two, the jokes in this movie were terrible. And considering this is, was supposed to be a kind of tongue-in-cheek comedy, it just wasn't funny. The Italian stereotypes weren't funny. The forced dialogue and the crazy hijinks just weren't funny. It's not like any was offensive. It was stupid and not well done. Look, and, and the thing is, like, there was a whole Saturday morning show,
0: the Super Mario Bros. Super Saturday show, that relied on slapstick comedy, Italian stereotypes, and... Crazy hijinks that was actually hilarious and awesome. It was super corny and it starred Captain Lou Albano from the from the World Wrestling Federation at the time, and it was amazing. And this movie took all the things that were part of that and turned it inside out and was and like it, it wasn't funny. Like how could how could you not take
1: that and just use that comedy gold? That would made sense. And number one, this movie had literally nothing to do with the games, Super Mario Brothers, or any of the games in that franchise. Other than the names of a few characters, it really had virtually nothing to do with it. It clearly had no confidence in the plot, so they based it off a popular video game, and thus shoehorning a bunch of references that were just really poorly done. Not once, not once did they jump on anything to kill it. Nope. Like, what the fuck? And they had these like, I don't know, super jumping moon boots or whatever. But that was really dumb. But on the plus side, they did use the Super Nintendo Super
0: Scope to, you know, do something to Koopa. Oh well, thank God for that, right? So, yo, we didn't mention this. This movie does have dialogue, so let's give ourselves a good old fashioned quote war.
1: Quote war.
0: Um, I, th- I think you're starting this one, Paul? Yeah, I'll start this one. We'll on. quote
1: this movie back and forth. You tell us who wins. All right. Just trust me. I got a good feeling about this, Alley. I grab her. You bag her. Strap your belt on, kid. We're going in. Plumber alert. I captured the princess. She's being defungused. Dance with me. I'll hit you all you like. I don't think we're in Brooklyn anymore. Ba-bomb.
0: And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you've ever seen this movie and have a favorite quote from it, please let us know in the comments below. Or, you know, tell us what you think about this movie or who won this episode's edition of Quote Wars. I think it's time we give this movie our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a sh- score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10. 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 9 out of 10.
1: I was slightly nicer and giving it an 8 out of 10.
0: I have to say, this movie is a solid example of taking names from a well-beloved franchise and fucking it up to no end. Just like Dragon Ball Evolution... This film says, oh, we don't need to use source material. We know better. Instead of a medieval kingdom, let's have an underground nega New York City. The fuck were they thinking? This is manure, wrapped in garbage, piled on vomit, and deep-fried in octopus semen. Someone thought it sounded good, but gave it to the wrong person and said, whoopsie. And Nintendo still hasn't learned their lesson. Oh, hey, we're making money off the NES Classic and a bunch of people want it? Let's stop production. What the fuck? they showed us here by saying, you want to make a Super Mario Bros. movie and it be nothing like the video game? Well, have at it. Fuck this movie. Fuck its mediocre acting. Fuck its terrible dialogue and slapstick comedy. And fuck its usage of my beloved childhood friends who were the characters from the Super Mario Brothers video game franchise. I swear, someone in the studio said, hey... Guys, guess what? We can afford Dennis Hopper. What should we put him in? And somebody else picked the Super Mario Brothers title out of a hat, and they went from there. No other way can I think of this travesty being created. Dennis Hopper, though, was the best part of this movie by far. His line delivery
1: was the only saving grace. Rant over and out. Yeah. The Super Mario Brothers movie is basically the patron saint of shitty live-action adaptations. It took a game with a very simple story, you know, a plumber in a mushroom kingdom jumping on mushrooms and sometimes riding on dinosaurs, and attempted to make it into a feature film. Of course it failed miserably and set up precedence for other failed movies based on video games and other such sources for decades to come. The plot is ridiculous, the jokes are forced and really stupid, and with the exception of the fact that a few characters share names with characters from the video game series, it had nothing to do with the games, the Super Mario Bros. Super Show was more fun to watch, and it did actually did a better job despite the fact that it's pretty lame. There was no reason to make a live-action version of fucking Super Mario Brothers, other than that some greedy movie corporation decided to cash in on the popularity of the title. This movie was doomed to fail as fail as an adaptation, but also fails as a movie in general. It wasn't funny. It wasn't fun. It was just stupid and a waste of time. I also just want to point out that evolution is a result of is, it doesn't work nearly the way it does in this film. And while that other films have done the same thing, I just wanted to point it out as another way I can criticize this film because it sucks and I'll blame it for everything.
0: So yeah, a a 9 out of 10 for me and an 8 out of 10 for Paul. But enough about this film. We know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do. We like to give every B-movie we review an A-movie companion and tell you why this movie is the same as another movie of higher class and standard. For me... My A movie companion for Super Mario Brothers the
1: movie is the Super Horneo Brothers. Is that the porn version of Super Mario Brothers? As a matter of fact, it is, Paul. I'm not sure if that qualifies as an A movie, but whatever. Alright, I picked Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from
0: 1990. So. Both titles are about brothers being transported to a different dimension. In the Super Mario Brothers, it's the Mario Brothers. In Super Hornio Brothers, it's the Hornio Brothers. Both films feature an evil king slash president trying to get an alternate dimension, you know, portal opened, Either through the use of a special rock or a tub full of semen and a special generator that uses it. Both films feature the Mario-inspired character winning over a woman, either on the dance floor or with his ginormous penis. Both films were released in 1993. Both films are an adaptation of the Super Mario Bros. video game series. And finally... Both movies had sequels planned. In the case of the Super Mario Brothers movie, it never happened because the movie was unsuccessful and terrible. But in the case of the Super Horneo Brothers, it was so successful as a porno that it actually did have a sequel made for it Super Horneo Brothers 2, which was also made in 1993.
1: All right, new rule we're not allowed to use porn adaptations as <laughs> the A movie companion. I mean, just in case we watch, we review ET. I don't need you reviewing all like using any of the ET porns for that. But but this porn actually did better than the regular movie. I'm sure it did. So by comparison, it's an A movie version. But and it's got Ron Jeremy. Yeah, new rule: no no (laughs) porn versions of anything. All right. So I picked Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990 because both movies featured mutant creatures of some kind. Super Mario Brothers had people turning into dinosaurs, goombas, and all sorts of weird shit. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had mutated turtles and a giant mutated rat. Both movies take place in New York City, or some version of it. Both movies have a secret group of mutants that are separated from the human world, either by choice or due to a meteor or some dumb bullcrap like that. And finally, neither film really understood how evolution or mutation works in real life. Super Mario Bros. seems to think that evolution just kind of happened as a result of I don't know, some kind of subjective idea of what physical qualities are superior to others instead of, in reality, with with it being a result of the adaptation of a species due to their physical environment through generations of breeding particular traits. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ignores the fact that actual... Drastic physical mutations would have to result from exposure to a foreign subject while in utero, when the individual's DNA is malleable and not yet fully developed. Exposure to toxic waste, or ooze as they call it in that film, in reality would most likely result in you getting cancer or dysentery or something like that. This movie may have been the result of dysentery, Paul. More than likely, and probably some kind of mutation. And
0: speaking of, like... The ending and, like, being planned to be a sequel. I really want to know what the fuck that Daisy came back to tell them. She's like, you guys won't believe this.
1: And Mario was like, I believe. And then the movie ends. What won't we believe? She went back to tell them, like, you won't believe this. I know you guys were, like, stoned the entire time. But we just made a Super Mario Brothers live-action film. And you're going to have to tell, like, everybody you know about this. All right. I, I, I got to get rid of this film. I got to.
0: So we're going to tell you how to drink away the flick, drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Boom, 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 boom. So I'm going to give you some drinking games for this film, and so shall Paul. Number one, every time you see a vote for Koopa sign, take a drink. Number two, every time there is a dinosaur or dinosaur-like creature on screen, take a drink. Number three, every time someone mentions the meteorite, take a drink. Number four, whenever someone mentions plumbers or plumbing, take a drink. And of course, number five, because it's movies based on games month, anytime you
1: see or hear a reference to the source material, take a drink. Every time someone says Brooklyn, take a drink. Every time there's that weird plastic water stuff, take a drink. Every time a plumbing tool is used, take a drink. And every time something, somebody or somebody mutates, take a drink. And those are your ways to
0: drink away this flick.
1: If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave a comment on either our YouTube or SoundCloud pages right below the video. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com-bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter Twitter handle at bmoviepaul. Also, check out our other reviews and shows. We have new content each week, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmovierose.com. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal account or Patreon accounts. We appreciate all donations, and links will be, put, be provided below.
0: And friends, in reference to Drink Away This Flick, please remember to drink responsibly. Now, as we've come to uh, the end of the first week here, we've only reviewed one movie this week, this month, so... Um, Super Mario Brothers is the number one movie this month so far.
1: I don't know. I, I was watching, like, my like paint dry the other day, so that was slightly better than fucking Super Mario. I mean, I, I, I dug a hole in the yard yesterday. I think
0: that was a better movie. Like,
1: I have an ingrown toenail. In. That was better than, like,
0: this fucking movie. So, um, you know, next week we'll equip a different movie to the DVD player, and uh, we'll fight the 1995 film adaptation Of Mortal Kombat. You know, a game that had less plot and more action than Super Mario Bros. Let's see how this translates to the big screen. This ought to be interesting. So, until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, be back for Mortal Kombat!